Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, I'm Brianna Seely, producer for Offscript Health. Welcome to VaxOn. Before we get started today, I'd like to tell our listeners about another show in the Offscript Health Podcast Network, Beyond the Paper Gown. Beyond the Paper Gown is candid, credible, and curated. Listen in to learn how host Dr. Mitzi Crockover can inspire, empower, and inform women with the latest information about their health and healthcare choices. Check out the latest episode, an innovator spotlight on Rosie, the sexual health app, featuring Dr. Lindsay Harper, OBGYN, founder and CEO of Rosie, an award-winning women's health technology company. Or the Sexual Health Matters episode where Dr. Mitzi Crockover and Dr. Lindsay Harper talk about common complaints and treatment options for those with sexual health concerns. For more information, visit offscript.com shows. The link will be in our show notes. Enjoy the show. You're not Allura. I'm certainly not. <laughs> You're Stephanie. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> We've secretly replaced Allura it's magic. with Stephanie Santariello. That's right. Welcome Hi. Welcome back. It's really good to be here. It's summer Stephanie. Oh, it is? You look fancy I'm... and fantastic, all summer dressed up. <laughs> I was trying to be cool breeze. Yes. It is hot as balls what is outside. It like? <laughs> it's just, today is like Georgia hot, yeah. disgusting. It's Africa hot. It, what's that? That's from Biloxi Blues. Yeah. Africa hot. I know. <laughs> Broderick, Africa hot. That's so true. It's it's insane. It's, yeah, it's very close. It's, yeah, you could feel. I was in South Carolina on vacation two weeks ago, and it felt like this. Yeah. Forrest Gump. You know, Alabama hot. <laughs> Greenbow, Alabama. Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh! Yes, exactly. I know. And uh, my, it's so hot that my refrigerator died. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Last it's a night. climate change, not a COVID thing. You know, this new variant—the sweating is a side effect. Have you heard about that? We're going to get to that. All right, but I think there's my... a perspiratory aspect to the second <laughs> half of the show. And my my refrigerator was feeling it. Oh my god! Yeah. Actually, one of my air conditioners, I, I don't know who built our condo, but we have like the wall sleeve. Okay. Con- they go through the wall uh-huh. and they only make like one model like, of it. Like Mr. Slim or something? I, Mid- yeah. It's just, it's just, there's like a hole in the wall. Right. Doesn't need a window. It doesn't fit in the window. Right. The windows didn't even go down. You put it through the wall. Yeah. And there's like only one company that makes the one that fits <laughs> in our sleeve. Uh-huh. But like it's... 10 years old and the filter's gone and like mm. do we need better circulation in our house when we get the perspiratory yeah look appliance issues right appliance issues well listen they're tired yeah they're working hard so my covid uh related story is that we did an audit of one of the drawers mm-hmm. in our kitchen and found i mentioned this on the show 
um, 75 home kits. Oh, my gosh. Because they kept giving them to the kids at school. Oh, and they just really? kept dumping them home. We only use them when we have symptoms. Right. But it just kept piling up like this Scrooge McDuck bank vault that you could swim in <laughs> instead of money as home tests. So they Are, didn't expire ex- yet. Oh, you're kidding. None I was going to say. Ex- okay. We literally checked 75 of these <laughs> And there's like four different versions of them. None of them work, of course, because the variants we'll talk about, the tests don't even find them anymore. Oh, my gosh. You know, you need to have like like COVID classic or COVID original and we're or, Yeah, COVID hardcore, maybe. Not COVID BB-8 or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. I have a, co- yeah. B1, B2, B3, B4, whatever it is. We're on BA5. BA5. We are. Okay, like BA Baracus from the A-team? Yeah. Uh, yes. We have COVID Mr. T. I love, <laughs> I like, I like COVID uh, Club of Lang better, but. COVID Rocky 2. Mm-hmm. No, Rocky 3. Rocky 3. Rocky 3. I have failed my Gen X moment for the day. Uh, Wait a second. Rocky 3. Rocky 2 is where he beat Apollo. And Rocky 3 is where he got lazy and got beat by Clubber Lang. Okay. But then Apollo trains him. Right. In that weird homoerotic beach run <laughs> I scene. I love that. And then when he kicks Mr. T's ass. And their necks go like, yeah. I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing it. We're going to deviate. Fun fact, <laughs> Apollo Creed is, was way faster than Stallone. Okay. So they actually filmed him running slower and sped up the film to meet You're where it kidding. looked like. Yeah, it's a real. It's real. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you can't. Carl Weathers. Come I on. Know. And he's so handsome. He was Pete Carl Weathers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ding, ding. <laughs> well, how I did we even you. get there? I don't know. I we, don't even know. We've lost. B.A. Baracus. Every Gen X are still listening. Everyone else is like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> These people have lost me. So we went from appliances. Okay, so you have a lot of COVID tests in your drawers. So, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Hello. Hello there. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> so, yeah. So we, we wound up bringing them to my wife's school. Oh, that's nice. So at least they'll be used as needed instead right. of piling up like like Lego bricks. I had no idea that you that your students, your kids would get them at school. Yeah. they Every week. they Because I have twins. They're, right. they're both coming home with like four a week. Wow. For weeks at a time. I didn't realize that. And we know we're not daily testing. We test if they have a cough or a fever. Of like, course. And they're always negative. But. Well, What's, the, the piled up. Yeah. Well, you you could really just make a lot of money and bring them to Cabo, Mexico, because oh, right. that's where I just was. Right. Because you could sell them to the uh, they to the, are to the... thirty five dollars, not pesos, dollars a test. Right. Laura mentioned this. They make you buy them now. They don't cover it for you to get back to the states. Is that oh what no, it is? no, you don't need that anymore to travel. Okay. It is. Uh, so what happened is on, when we were in Mexico, where we were, it was a whole family reunion. And my cousin got wound up getting COVID while we were there. And then his wife and so on and so on, so forth. My, now my parents, who are in their 70s, have COVID. And uh, thankfully, you know, they've had four, they've, two vaccines, two boosters, or whatever. You so know, hopefully it'll be less horrible. Yeah, yeah, definitely less horrible. Um, but, you know, we wanted to test while we were there. I brought a two-pack. That's it. Just, you know, I'll just throw it in my bag. Right. Um, but we went through those while, you know, everybody was testing to make sure they were okay. And so to go and buy them, they were like, oh, $35. Oh, my God. I could make a killing down You would there. be really, really, yeah. 18 bucks. 18 bucks. <laughs> Get your $18 COVID tests right here. That would be, yeah. I mean, they'd be, you'd, you'd really do well there. Or you could just charge 35 like everybody else and really do well. Well, I could do $35 and only get a little bit like Venmo, so there's no tax. Yeah, that would be... No customs either. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that paperwork. Yeah, yeah not, not. I mean, Venmo, not a sponsor, but come on, Venmo for the win. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> so now we have an empty drawer that we have to put things in. Oh, all right. Because God forbid you have an empty drawer in your kitchen. No, you got to get more shit to put in there. Yeah, paper clips. We'll find paper clips or some some pan that's under the oven somewhere. Or maybe Whoa. a rubber band ball. I like those. We need to make those. Yeah, that's therapy. Very colorful. We need more therapy these days. We we do rubber band balls. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, well, we are Illuralists. Yes, we are. Um, we wish her well. Yes, I've we no, do. Why is she here? Is, is, is Booty Juliana back on her, her her poor feet? Oh, She's I, always injured. <laughs> booty Juliana. That's where she calls her boot. <laughs> booty Juliana. I did not know that, but uh, that's really good. Does it sweat? I I can only imagine that it drips some <laughs> bloody <laughs> dye down its ears at some point. Does it drip brown that dye? That poor guy. Oh. oh, that poor guy. <laughs> hey, so our, our first subject, we talked about this, I think, two weeks ago on the show, which mm-hmm. is that some of the perceived hesitancies mm-hmm. over the mRNA vaccines was, which has been debunked now, was that they've rushed the science and right. they were too soon to come to market. Mm-hmm. And they were filled with Bill Gates's DNA to track your moves <laughs> right. and study your satellite feeds wow. and infiltrate your home security and steal your credit cards and, you know. <laughs> mRNA has been around for more than a decade. Right. The very fact that they were able to get the drugs to market in less than 18 months is resultant Mm -hmm. of the success of the technology. Right. And what, 4 billion people have gotten an mRNA and the planet's still here. Right. Yes, late effects and we don't know, but by and large, it's It's been proven that mRNA. So Novavax, Mm -hmm. late to the game, but kind of intentional, put together a traditional vaccine that is not mRNA based, but is very right. similar to the flu vaccine, Okay, where it just basically tricks your body into thinking it has something and you make your own antibodies instead to of getting it. your DNA to fight back. Right. So they're coming to market. They've been approved. Mm-hmm. 3.2 million doses have been ordered by the US. Right. Again, Novavax syllables. Who names these companies? <laughs> but I think the working theory is that the hope is that anyone left in this country mm-hmm. who has been hesitant to get any kind of vaccination because Bill Gates chips <laughs> will be less skeptical right. to get this type of traditional. And I think I was reading here, it may be connected to the annual flu vaccines where people are kind of used to just going to get their flu vaccines. Right. But that's like December, right, right months away. But again, the shot's going to be free mm-hmm. in the U.S. Um, the FDA is going to approve it very soon for the emergency use authorization. Right. And the CDC is going to give it its go-ahead. Okay, stamp of approval. My, my gut is telling me that if you're skeptical of mRNA, you're skeptical of the I, CDC. Right. So the CDC, maybe you want to like downplay your <laughs> yeah. approval of this a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. that reverse psychology. I think exactly. that's a good idea. So I'm reading here for the press release. Again, adults who are not yet vaccinated, particularly those who do not want to receive a vaccine like the mRNA vaccine, which are based on mRNA, will be more receptive to vaccinations from a traditional medical vantage. Right. I mean, but... Fingers crossed? I don't know. I mean, I just it's don't... It's like an over-under. Yeah, I just don't think that if you're if you were hesitant before, you're probably hesitant now, or you're not believing... That's going to change it. I don't you're think stuck. so. I mean, I just don't. I, it's like a great use of. Uh, I don't know. I'm what? curious to see if people who've already gotten the mRNA vaccines and their boosters mm-hmm. would want to shift oh. to a regular vaccination. So Moving maybe they forward. have different side effects. Okay. Because I got my boosters and I was out for a week. No way. <laughs> I mean, really? my, I went into like immune overdrive. 
Oh boy! I mean, so, the, uh, when the, I got mine, I the band aid was the reminder. Oh. Like in the shower, I was like, "Oh, that's right, I got a." But yeah, I, I had no. I'm making reaction. up data on the spot here okay, again, but I believe that the more severe your reaction, the more antibodies you're producing. Okay. Or the more antibodies you may have already had, mm-hmm. and it overreacts to makes you sicker. Ugh. Again, I'm not a doctor. I made that up. Just my thoughts. But then you're more uh, powerful against it. Oh, I could pick up magnets and fly <laughs> and teleport all the things, go invisible. And If and you pick up magnets and fly, you'll become so heavy and laden down with those magnets. No, I don't when know. I'm super magnet, oh. it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Because the anti-gravity super magnet. <laughs> Dear Stan Lee, Rip Stan Lee, we need a new superhero. Uh, <laughs> COVID man. <laughs> That's terrible. He's got super magnetic oh uh, traits. Well, so anyway, I don't know. I mean, uh, hopefully it'll make more people interested and uh, less afraid of the uh, mRNA vaccine, but I don't know. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Well, moving from fuckery to fuckery. Okay. Maybe like less fuckery to odd fuckery. Colorado fuckery. We've never, I mean, we, we tear apart like Texas and Florida every week on the uh, show. Oh, sure. Why because not? Because they're Texas and Florida. And it's fun. But rarely has Colorado Easy come into the news. But this isn't, I mean, it's a great idea. Ooh. It's worth discussing. All right. Let me hear it. <laughs> uh, so they're they're trying to use COVID wastewater surveillance in schools and hospitals. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I'm just going to read this because I don't understand it. It sounds shitty to me. So <laughs> they're going to try to see if they can produce information about COVID-19 that the participants can use to do what? So <laughs> I can't. Understand. We need a lure. We, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do my best to play the, the poor little lure. Uh, yeah, here. exactly. So the state has been looking for the virus's genetic material mm-hmm. in municipal wastewater. It sounds so. So if you have COVID, I guess you pee or take a shit. Like yeah. you're gonna have COVID in your shit, and it's gonna be the wastewater. <laughs> or Bill Gates could be in your shit. The Bill Gates chips are in the like, wastewater. Um, oh, what was that character? With that was the the uh, from was it from South Park? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Mr. Hankey. Guess from South Colorado. Mr. Hankey. All right, there's okay. Mr. Hankey's COVID variant <laughs> is in the wastewater. That and is so. Who's. Oh. Mr. Hankey, the Christmas ser- poo. He loves me and I love you. I think I got that right. We've lost every other listener except the South Park fans. If you like a cartoon shit, this is for you. That's it, Mr. Hankey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So as of now, 53 utilities serving about half the state's population were drawing samples Mm. from their wastewater twice a week to try to find, I guess, bacterial COVID remnants? I mean, what is this going? How is this going to help anyone after the fact? Oh, it says here that people who shed the virus through their stool. <laughs> that's so appetizing. <laughs> Waiter, what wine pairs with oh. virus in my stool? Uh, even if you take stool out of the equation and you're just shedding, vi- like just shedding in general. Yeah, is- I think they're using this for like like contact tracing or mm-hmm. tracking and some looking for heat maps, pun intended, because it's poop. <laughs> <laughs> Although if it's in wastewater, it's up a cold poop. Oh, my Mr. Henke's really cold right now. But some cities have started testing for monkeypox, which is also something that you can find in the wastewater by doing this as a side benefit of checking your shit for COVID. Okay, but it's you're, it's past the point, right? I mean, I what, what are you possibly going to do with that information? That to me sounds like the epidemiologist who leads the wastewater project was maybe 
looking for something else to do. Well, your your <laughs> sentiments are echoed here in the in the report, which is the big question is when testing for COVID in wastewater or other pathogens, I guess, like monkeypox, or maybe, I don't know, hepatitis or mm-hmm. what else can be found in stool, right? Uh, yeah. Whether or not people corn. can do anything. Yeah, corn <laughs> on the stool. I mean, pop secret ain't got nothing on what's in that wastewater right now. <laughs> oh, pop man. secret, not a sponsor. Um, so it's what can people actually do with this information do. that might mean something that will help actual people besides studying the trends right. and where it's going. So, again, like uh, the schools and hospitals, clearly they want to identify the hot spots and maybe this can prevent infections at the uh, pre-shitting your pants yeah. stage where mm-hmm. it's not yet in the wastewater. Oh, my gosh. But I, I mean, I guess it's it's gross. It seems a little innovative. I mean, maybe. Why not? Sure. I, it's probably better to, to test before you're shitting. I mean, I can imagine like the <laughs> Cottonelle, you know, the the wet wipes, the Cottonelle uh-huh. wipes, they're going to be flushing down. Oh. Sort, I don't know, like Cottonelle, not a sponsor. I, I just like saying that on the show whenever we mention a brand. But like, yeah. All right. So here we are. Yes. It's 2022. Colorado uh-huh. is checking its wastewater yes. for COVID remnants and finding monkeypox remnants and using that as a way to track and trace right. heat maps. Hmm. Uh, you know. I'm hungry. It's you it, hungry? No. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I have an appetite now. Let's get a bite. Oh, my gosh. It's Yeah, it does. It sounds like a really shitty job. I see what you did there. I, I'm silly. And now we're taking a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, my God. Really, it's so gross. Bree's going to keep that in there. (laughs) Just so fucking gross. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, we're back with a section I'm just calling Please Don't Fearmonger, but let's fearmonger anyway. All right, let's hear it. 
We mentioned it at the top of the show. We're just waiting for the zombie variant. Okay. To kill us all. We are? Like Terminator style at all this right. point now. But for now, the sub-variants continue to be the topic du jour. Right. There was B1A, B12, B13. Now there's B14, B15. And in Europe, I think there's a B16. A BA. BA? BA. There's well, BA Baracus, right. Right, BA, right. Not B1, BA. BA1, BA2, BA3. So instead of going from Greek letters, we're right. now just back to numbers. Which is so weird because it starts with all of these come under the Omicron umbrella. Theta, right? eta, zeta, kappa, beta, yeah. Lambda, mu, nu, xi, Omicron. Right, exactly. Yeah. So but so I don't know Wait, why. Did you just pull the Greek alphabet I win? did. Nice. It's, Mine wasn't not in order. Yours was, though. I was a little. But I couldn't I couldn't do it again. Don't ask okay. me. Okay. I, I swear <laughs> I will not demand that of you again. So anyway, uh, but I just don't understand like why if we, if we were doing alpha, beta, and delta, right, and then Omicron, why are we now in the BAs. I think because they're subvariants. Right. Kind of like when the theater ends at Z, you start at double A. Yes. You don't go to know. I don't know. Right, the orchestra seats. Yeah, they're clearly taking cues from Sondheim. <laughs> as everyone the way, should. As the, and the way the theaters are structured. Right. But again, this goes back to something we've already talked about on the show a million times. Yes, we are anti-death. We want people to avoid the hospitals. And right. Avoid transmitting. And, you know, as a healthcare company and a, as a cancer patient. Right. With vulnerable friends. We want to avoid infecting people that are immunocompromised. Exactly. Let's try not to kill our friends. Right. That are not as healthy as us by default. Mm -hmm. And the old people. Yeah, we like Let's them too. Let's try to keep them around. Yep, yeah, right. Right. We can learn a lot from them. Exactly. Yeah, talk to an old person. You'll learn a lot. Like my dad. Yeah. Oh, the mayor. <laughs> the mayor. But yeah, these variants are now the dominant variant mm -hmm. in the country. I think in Europe as well. The BA, B1 B, A, 4, and 5. 5, exactly. Where they're like hyper contagious. The virus is struggling to, to survive. Right. And so it does whatever it can, and it's crazy what the hell are viruses in biology evolution fashion. It's amazing. No one knows what the fuck a virus is anyway. Right. It's like this, are you alive? No, but you're acting like you're alive. <laughs> right. Like, help me, and save me. And you're morphing. Me. Yeah. It's like a mighty morphing. It adapts yeah. in real time. It's like a transformer. It really is. Right. Except transformers only have two modes. Hmm. This is like a quintupaformer. Mm. New wow. toy. Dear Hasbro. <laughs> quintupaformers. Get on that. <laughs> but yeah, so so the, the question is, you know, they can cite all the cases. Right. And there's so many more unreported cases because a lot of people are asymptomatic. They just have it. Or they're symptomatic and who are they going to tell? Right. Or like who nobody care nobody is collecting that information anymore. Right. And I was also reading, you know, source to be cited at some point <laughs> in time, something along the lines of people who are mostly still working from home. I'm mm -hmm. not going to report it because they, they're going to work from home anyway. Right. What's the point? Well, it's, you know, I just was traveling and there is a part of the app where it's asking for contact tracing information. Right. But there's literally no contact tracing. My family members were getting COVID in Mexico. Nobody's asking. Right. Some right. of the data I would like to look at for next week mm -hmm. is are the hospitalizations, people that have been vaccinated, because it used to just be nearly all the hospitalizations were the unvaccinated during right. like Omicron Classic. Right. Now we're in Omicron, you know, stage 47 at right. this point now. When the boosters, you know, like like your parents uh, or your grandparents. No, it, yeah, my parents. Your parents. It, it's a lot, hopefully a lot less worse than it could have been because you already have some of that stuff in your body already. Right. But to the point where we're reading the, the BA4 or 5s are kind of like, ha ha, <laughs> nothing you can do for me. Right. You know, are people going to go to the hospital who have already been boosted and vaccinated yeah. just because 
it's what it is. And we don't have any data yet on are those people that are immunocompromised? Are there older people? Are there people who've had it twice? Because you can get this like every other week. You can right. get it. Like yeah. I have a friend who had it, was fine, got it again. How how far in between? Two weeks. No way. It, like it, it relapsed. Ugh. That sucks. So are we just living in a society where we have to deal with this? I think so. Yeah, I think and it's just part of And what are the precautions of, yeah. we can do if you want to take precautions? What mm -hmm. are the things we can do? Like anything else, how do you mitigate risk? Yeah. If you are interested in that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Like don't <laughs> run around in raw sewage and get cancer. Like right. that's a nice mitigation to not do. Right. Don't, so, test, don't test the wastewater. This is not apples to apples. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel about the idea that we're kind of where we were in 2020 before the vaccines. Okay. Where there are vaccines, there is treatment for it. There's ways to kind of not die a lot more in the hospitals because of better antiviral medications right. that we've talked about here on the show. But it's kind of a little Wild West-ish again. Hmm. The mask mandates are all gone. Right. Mm -hmm. People are back in the subways, back in action. Manhattan looks like nothing ever happened. Right. You know, uh, what do we want to perceive as society's interpretation of this situation? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I, it's answer my question. I don't have an answer. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it is, it's like great and then not because, you know, if you're in the theater, no masks are required anymore either. So now you're back to like sitting right on top of people, and coughing and sneezing with cooties, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. And not COVID. I mean, you're still, you know, you're gonna catch it. So the the good news is that you're less likely to die from it. Um, but also, I don't know. It's like a there's there's no tracking of information right and that's unsettling i guess but also you know there, if you were to get the flu you weren't you're not d telling the government right so it's kind of like that that's where we're at right now i feel like there's no there's no real way of of tracking information unless it's bad enough that you're going to a hospital right and only the bad news is going to make the news anyway right like like 33 million people didn't get COVID today. Like, that's not going to happen. You're <laughs> no. not going to hear that. NPR reports, no one's gotten COVID today. Like, that's yeah. not happening. It's right. like 40 people died today from COVID. It's always got, right. yeah. Well, bad news sells. Bad news does sell. <laughs> Click on that ad, people. Confirmation bias. That's the way it works. So, yeah, I, I'd like to just kind of reconcile in my head, maybe, that this is 2020 in concept, but we have so much more knowledge data and science around what it means to have risk for it. Are you saying 2020 in? Like, in the sense that, you know, we didn't know what it was. There were no vaccines for it. So we were like hoping. Spring of 2020? Yeah. It seemed, I don't know that, that in my mind, that was like so scary. That was the 1918s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the I, I, I'm making a terrible point here. <laughs> But just looking at what 20, you know, there was so much uncertainty. Right. We didn't know if it would kill you. We didn't know, would there be medicine for it? Mm -hmm. And today we now know so much yeah. about it well in advance. I mean, these variants get sequenced in a matter of hours right. to report back on its potential here. Yeah. These new drugs coming out, these new medications, these new in-hospital antiviral medications. Mm -hmm. I mean, the ventilator conversations, everyone's on a ventilator. That's so much more mineralized right. than today. It's a different kind of uncertainty because we're just accepting that this is part of the world right. now. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to shut everything down again. Right. And we're not going to wear masks if we, if we don't have to. Or right. some people still do, which is fine. Yes. That's your absolute right and choice to do that. Right. The city's still half masked because yeah. I think this is just a city that's very protective and very willing to not kill other people. Right. 
Yeah. What a great idea. Yeah, not sharing. Exactly. Sh- not sharing is caring. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Right. Well, wrapping up the show, um, our third segment. Yes. Um, this is really important. It, it I definitely mean, I, is. I hope they're all important. But this is like something you point your finger at, not like some random what's going on over here in Arkansas. Uh, this is also, yeah, this is something that you're like, well, that kind of makes sense and it's not good. Pandemic still taking a toll on students' socio-emotional development. Clearly, again, I said that like, well, clearly, I'll say that. <laughs> clearly, my lateral lisp is fading. <laughs> the absolute destruction of our mental well-being, yeah. especially in kids in mm-hmm. the last, is, is unparalleled. Every week there's new data on yeah. depression, anxiety, suicide, rebounds, social interaction, social engagement, delayed development, behavioral Absolutely. disadvantages. And, of course, this is disproportionately affecting people of color, um, you know, disenfranchised populations. Mm-hmm. So, yes, this is like a Captain Obvious story. It, yeah, it certainly is. Schools but... still feeling the impact of the pandemic. Right. Right, exactly. I mean, even though it's the summer, this is when the news is coming out, but it's really no surprise. <laughs> <Good timing> here. <laughs> it's no surprise. It's, uh, more than 800 public schools participated in a survey, and 83% of schools agreed that students' behavioral development has been stunted. So it's it, there's just so much. It's so sad, but also, you know, it's not a surprise. I mean, I don't know if it's fair to say the burden falls on the parents because we've been just as fucked up as everyone else yeah, from a different perspective. just adapting. You know, another stat here I'm reading, 72% of these schools say they saw a rise in chronic absenteeism. Mm-hmm. That used to be called playing hooky. Right. But this is like professional hooky. Yes. <laughs> Not good. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, also there's a, a rise in absenteeism for uh, teachers as well. So there's a, a lack of, uh, what Well, you're one saying? of them. Well, not. Any, I mean, I haven't taught in like 17 years, but um, there is a need for substitute teachers. The rise of absenteeism, for, there's, of course, for students. And then teachers are absent either if they're ill or if their children are ill and then they have to stay home for a certain amount of days. But I think a lot has to do with just, I mean, first of all, think about the social cues that you miss when you're wearing a mask. Right. Like, I mean, I didn't realize before covid how much i rely on like really looking at a person's face for hearing yeah um and so if you're not picking up on those just everything from a person's whole face yeah you need the whole face you need a whole face to get you know so um i mean that's a big part of it and some of these kids hardly remember life before right in school but i'm seeing this in my my kids school too Mm -hmm. That a lot of the fourth graders who just went to sixth grade, right. just like they missed everything, yeah. are still behaving rightfully so as fourth graders. Right. That developmental delay is mm-hmm. very tangible, very palpable, yes, and just beyond self-evident. I mean, you mentioned teachers. That kind of dovetails to the, the segment before, mm-hmm. which is, you know, reporting COVID if you're working from home. That's not teachers. Right. Teachers are going to the schools. Uh, of course. And if they get sick, they have to quarantine. Right. And the absenteeism is not intentional. No, right. It's not. It's not fun. And then the subs get COVID, and you're just like bereft of this massive teacher shortage because COVID is now part of society. Right. Right. I mean, it says here too that um, the schools have reported an increase of classroom disruptions. Fifty six percent rise in that. Not not a surprise, right? Forty eight percent rise in acts of disrespect toward teachers and staff. 
Um, and that's probably just like behavioral transference because yeah. of mental health and angst and, you know. Absolutely. Just, yeah, and like reactions. you're saying, if, they, if they're still like sort of developmentally fourth graders, right, they're just going to have their behavior is going to be more like a, immature. Right. And, and it's. Uh, it's displaying itself differently in high schools because mm-hmm. there's way more heightened sense of already existing crap that right. drives you crazy anyway. Right. Well, and they also say here, uh, prohibited use of electronic devices, 42% rise in that. That's not a surprise either because now, I mean, we're, we were relying on all of our devices before. Then Even more so. Now it's, now it's insane. You know, we can't live without it. I did a show before we taped mm-hmm. today about uh, social media as dopamine. Okay. And that the pandemic kind of reinforced the dopamine because we had nothing else to do but right. be on our devices, especially students sure. who didn't go anywhere but were staring at a screen eight hours a day forever. Right. And now we're just expecting them to not be as hooked on the opioid devices. Right. That, no, you can't just rip that away from people. No, that's so that's really interesting. Yeah. It's totally messing up everything right. at this point now. And we won't know for decades. The yeah. long-term, I mean, there's always therapy is a nice Jewish thing to say, right. <laughs> but, but it's not a solution to all these problems. It's, right. It's tragic. There's always matzo ball soup. Right. How is, how are your kids going to college now, right? No, so, no, no. Uh, so I have my uh, older daughter is a rising junior. Okay. And then I have a rising eighth grader. Uh, it's been interesting because, you know, my daughter started high school during uh, virtual school. Okay. So, uh, you know, and people would be like, oh, how does she like it? I'm like, I, you know, or do, would you recommend the school? I'm like, she has The living room was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Come see the living room. She hasn't been there. Yeah. Um, so this was really her first experience with high school, high school. So and she so, went from like eighth grade to sophomore year. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's been worlds better for her. Right. Um, she needs to learn with a teacher in front of her. She's going to be distracted if she's learning from a screen. Right. Um, I could never learn that way uh, either. I'm, you know, as you could see here, I'm a big pen and paper person. Yeah. Um, so you're a Gen Xer. I, sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like a baby boomer. I use pen and pencil. If I had a typewriter, I'd use it. All right. Remember typewriters? I oh, Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My younger daughter actually wanted a typewriter as a present. Mm. For um, but she's so she's been like googling. They're really expensive. Some of the cool one, cool old one. I don't know what I would do with it, but she, they make like like Bluetooth typewriters now, where you can type on it, but it translates everything you type to like a word document. All right. So at least you don't have to like use whiteout or yeah <laughs> or delete 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 <laughs> or that paper that you would yes, stick. Yes, the paper the, strips. Oh yeah, that yeah. would make your you would do your corrections that way. I know. Oh, wow. It's a nice, like, managed expectation of, like, <laughs> I wrote this whole novel and I spelled everything wrong. Like, can't do that. <laughs> I mean, in my case, in my case is unique. I, I have twins. I have mm-hmm. friends with twins. Like, like our friend Laura has twins. Right. And, again, there's no data on this, but the fact that they had each other yeah. kind of netted out on their maturity factors. Mm-hmm. And they did go from fourth to six, but I don't feel like they have any um, sort of... Uh, I don't know, what, what do we call it? Like behavioral deficits or, yeah, sure. or learning challenges because they skipped the year because they had each other right. to support each other and to teach each other things. Um, I'll end the show by giving <laughs> you a, a quick anecdote. So my, my daughter's reaction to all the Zoom meetings in in fifth grade okay. uh, is kind of parallel to her behavior in fourth grade. She likes to associate with very specific kids like we did, okay. like when you find your people that you're yeah, friends with. Yeah, of course. With. And on the Zoom meetings, there's like 38 kids on the Zoom. Uh-huh. She would put like post-it notes over the faces <laughs> of the kids she didn't like. Oh, that's in the, crazy. So she could look at their faces right now. My daughter would show me, oh, look, this kid sleeps every time. Yes. <laughs> I know. 
and like secret chats to the teacher in Zoom. Eric's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would, that would be really hard. I, it just the whole thing is. I feel bad for all those kids, and um, you know, come to see what what is in the future for them. This is a slightly less catastrophic episode of Axon. I'm kind of okay. happy about that. All right. Well, that's good. I mean, we were allurealists, and she likes to cat- catastrophize because she's a lawyer, and she's funnier than both of us combined. <laughs> she certainly is. Yes. She but, likes uh, And she likes fuckery. She's oh, a, she loves fuckery. She sniffs it out. All right. So Novavax, non-mRNA, hopefully to the folks that are terrified of Bill Gates. Okay. Yes. Um, and those afraid of shitting out Bill Gates. Yeah. And then uh, Bill Gates in the, the poop water in Colorado. Right. <laughs> to find to contact tracing through shit, like I guess like the Shawshank Redemption of COVID tracing, because he, he, you know, he he slanks through that pipe full of shit for oh, a mile. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. We're all about Stephen King today. So, <laughs> um, bonus segment on Omicron uh, BB8 variants, right? Um, Fear mongering and just living with it. Um, and yeah, mental health and kids, probably the most important topic we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And just to go back to my Jewish roots, there's always therapy. Sure, and especially if you say it like that and you make your hand gesture. There's always therapy. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? Gonna do? Oh. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> well, you're always an honorary Jew. Stephanie Santriel, well, thanks for joining me. <laughs> Thank and you so much. I won't say filling in for Laura because like, you're equally amazing as oh, Laura. Oh, wow. That's big shoes, big shoes. Well done, well done. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great to see you. Thank you. You too. All right, friends. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here next week on Vax On. Bye-bye. Today, folks. If you like today's show, the conversation continues on Twitter at VaxonPod. That's V-A-X-O-N Pod. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell all your friends to listen. Vaxon is a product of Offscript Media. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Alora Nanos. Our senior producers are Brianna Seeley and Andrew McDowell. It is mixed and edited by Brianna Seeley. Our theme music is by Chair Model. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. Hit us up at contact at offscript.com to share comments, feedback, and make recommendations. For more information, visit offscript.com. <laughs>